0: celebrity gossip enthusiast i'm us weekly's entertainment director travis cronin and you're listening to us weekly's hot hollywood podcast the show where we break down all of the hottest and most drama filled things happening in hollywood this week and luckily i am joined by my two amazing co-hosts the woman in red with the red hair it's gwen flamberg hi guys and i'm still trying to figure out if she's here for the right reasons sarah huron
1: Well, I'm finally here and I am here for the right reasons because The Bachelorette is not back until July. So you will have my undivided attention. That podcast is still going on, but there's not going to be quite as much to happen. So I'm, I'm here now and I will not miss another week.
0: Yes, and I love that you had the Love is Blind people on there for the podcast. If you guys are into Love is Blind, like I am, go listen to this podcast. Yes, it was a great pivot because I cannot know enough about those crazy couples. But we are not talking about them this week because we have some royal tours, some babies getting in fights, celebrities called to the principal's office, an emergency plane landing, a drunk lady kicked out of a piano bar, and a con artist who has started painting But before we get into all of this, let us start with our woes of the week. These are the stories that made our hosts just go a gasp. And we just need to highlight them because they will not get out of our brain until we talk about them. Ben Flamberg, what made you go whoa this week? Well, guys, I don't know
2: if you, like me, have just been wondering and wondering and wondering if Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are engaged because Rihanna keeps wearing like this giant, amazing sparkler on that finger but when a paparazzi asked her this week what was up with the ring she was kind of like oh what this old thing and shrugged it off as if it was nothing just a little cocktail bling that she was sporting <laughs> a jeweler has estimated the ring to be worth about 500 to seven hundred thousand dollars. i mean Same. just a little piece of ice 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 baby i'd like to wear it even if Nobody asked me to marry them, but, um, you know, I don't know. Anyway, it made me go, whoa, number one, because I would love to know if these two are going to tie the knot. I'd actually love to see it. I think they're really cute together, but also just the sheer price tag on a ring that may or may not be special. If you guys haven't seen it or heard the story, go to usmagazine.com stylish and read that and all manner of Hollywood bling news.
0: God, a half-million-dollar cocktail ring? Samantha Jones could never. I hope it is. Sir, so on what story just made you go, Will, this week? Well, you
1: know, you mentioned The Bachelor, and this was the first Monday without it. But have no fear, because entertainment news doesn't sleep. And Kylie Jenner, right on cue, around that 8 o'clock mark, decided to announce <laughs> that her son's name is no longer Wolf. And Wolf Webster was born, or formerly, the artist formerly known the as baby Wolf form- The
0: baby formerly known as Wolf. Wolf the Webster. icon
1: already formerly known yes. as Wolf Webster was born at the beginning of February. And Kylie announced the name was Wolf with an Instagram story. And just this week, she posted the video to our son, very similar to to our daughter, which is how she revealed Stormy was even existing um, back in the day. And this was a similar video, but even though we knew about her pregnancy this time, but she posted on her story fyi our son's name isn't wolf anymore sweating face emoji sweating face emoji (laughs) we just really didn't feel like it was him just wanted to share because i keep seeing wolf everywhere so she obviously posted this youtube video every outlet picks it up (laughs) and it's like wolf's nursery wolf's you know louis vuitton teddy bear that's apparently worth 20 grand um And all that fun stuff, but it's no longer Wolf. There's a lot of theories why, including one of Travis's that Kylie's former friend, Tammy, if you don't know Tammy, she's the one who passed out on a stretcher at Kylie's birthday party back in 2018, then hooked up with Tyga in an in and out parking lot based on his song lyrics. Yeah. Tammy's son is named Wolf. So people are thinking, oh, and Tammy's not been afraid to, you know, throw a little shade on the TikTok, even though no one knows who Tammy is. Um, <laughs> she also said when Tammy is pregnant and when someone asked Tammy what she's naming her new kid, she said she's thinking Stormy or something like she's throwing digs in. So don't know if it was Tammy. Don't know if it was just because Wolf is like not really a name. Um, I'm really just hoping that she comes out with the next name and it's like Paul or Bob. <laughs> like, I want it to be so basic. And I think James. that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like-
0: I also think we should do a very special episode of the ha ha Hollywood podcast where we have all of Kylie's former friends speak out about why they are not friends anymore. Pia Mia, I am still one of your only fans out there, and I think you are so great. But Pia Mia, Tammy, there's like Jordan, the, Jor, Jordan Woods, of the course. Friend, would be the former friend. The friend. I still have the BFF lipstick as decoration in my living room for when it went off sale for after, of course, Jordan Woods hooked up with Tristan third trimester Thompson at a party. Which can I just say also, I got to see the first two episodes of the Kardashians on Hulu
1: and I can't say much, but I think it's <laughs> going to give us what we want because it really does just feel like an elevated, rich, rich version of keeping up with the Kardashians and the episodes are a little longer. Cause there's no restraints on Hulu right. and it's, it's kind of around the SNL time is where it starts. So I think there's a lot going on there and I, I have high hopes.
0: And is it just all drones, Sarah?
1: There's I a, was, as the variety article said, the opening shot with the drone was pretty freaking cool. I got to give it to Kimmy. I, I will say, I, I agree with that.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad that they finally get the Luxness that they deserve. Well, the well, story that made me go woe this week is with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. They were by woe last week about when she had to stare at his uh, nude crotchel area, I guess. God, that sounds even worse than just saying it. Um, but this week, they were both called to the principal's office. Why, you ask me? Don't worry, I'll tell you. During an ap- appearance on James Corden, The Late Late Show, they said that they had actually met before filming their new movie, Lost City. They had met before in the principal's office of their daughters' preschool. (laughs) <laughs> they said, we have two very strong-willed little girls like that. And you know, at that young age, they were very much butting heads, Channing said. After James Gordon asked him about how they met, uh, Sandra is a mom to Louis, 12, and her daughter, Lila, is eight. And she said she would always answer the phone, um, hoping to hear it was Channing's daughter, Everly, eight, who had started this initial fight. Channing started laughing, and he was like, I would be like, of course, all the people for my daughter to fight with, and it's Sandra Now they had to, they tried to resolve these altercations with the challenge of who can be the nicest to the other one. So they would start bringing each other little Dixie kips of water and they sort of made it a competition for their daughters to figure out who could be the nicest to each other. I assumed there was some type of rewards program, but I just, I love that they met in a principal's office and that Channing Tatum had to be like, God damn it, my daughter started a fight with Sandra Bullock's daughter.
1: That's pretty epic. I hope they end up being best friends and like take over young Hollywood one day. They
0: will. I do too. Eight-year-old Everly, we we and Lila, we know that you two are going to rule the world. Well, let us get into some of the news now. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you do know who Pete Davidson and Scott Disick are, but. Britney does not. Britney Spears recently on Instagram that she is living a much less stress-free life than all of us because she has never heard of Pete Davidson nor Scott Disick. Now, she reposted a story from Scott Disick's uh, Instagram story, which showed him hanging out with Pete Davidson. In the video, not much is happening. Pete and Scott are just sitting on a couch. There's a friend taking a nap. Uh, It's a very tame night in, and the caption read, boys with a Z. Very important to note. Night was wild. And apparently, Brittany found this very hilarious, and she reposted the story. And she said, "No idea who these people in the video are. Then the video are, but it made me laugh so hard." Now, I I have questions: that how did she find Scott Disick's Instagram story? Why was just a few people hanging out so hysterical? But I'm glad that we found out that she has no idea who she were. What what, what do you what did you guys take from this? It was very strange to me.
1: I mean, this doesn't totally surprise me. I think we've known Britney has lived in Britney bubble, partly because of the conservatorship and partly because she just like is her happiest dancing on Instagram. So it doesn't really, and she's got, you know, obviously a complicated relationship with media. So it doesn't surprise me that she's not listening to the show or, you know, reading us magazine.com as much as I would love her to. Um, so in what world would she know Pete Davidson or really Scott Desick, maybe Pete Davidson, if she, if you know, she watches movies or Turns turns on SNL every off so often, but he's not really on that either. So no. um, I don't know. I guess I'm not surprised. I would love to know what she thinks of the Kardashians and Kanye. I, she you know doesn't know those two. Does she know the outer world? Is she gonna be tuning into the Kardashians on Hulu? What does Britney <laughs> watch? Like, is she does she like to listen to things like from her era?
0: I don't mm. know. I can see her being like a Gilmore Girls fan or sort of. I so know Britney that and, and I have a lot in off. common. Brittany and you have a lot in common. I know that back in the day, part of her rider was the entire box set of friends that she would request. And it it had to only be on DVD because she didn't know how to use like technology in that sort of way but i i just want to know how she reposted scott disick's instagram story and found it and has no idea who she was that is that is the whole of the story that we will continue to dig into maybe
1: the cameras are rolling and we'll get scott and pete's reactions on
0: season two of the hulu <laughs> show one can hope sarah one can hope Well, it was a scary week for Miley Cyrus because her plane had to make an emergency landing. She was on her way to Paraguay when her flight had some issues. Miley Cyrus posted a message on Instagram on Wednesday telling them the plane had been struck by lightning. and The post included a video of a flash of lightning from one of the plane's windows. She was headed to perform at the Asuntinico musical festival, maybe that. And Miley said to my fans and everyone worried about hearing about my flake, she wrote, Our plane was caught in a major unexpected storm and struck by lightning. My crew, band, friends, and family who are all traveling with me are safe after an emergency landing. We are unfortunately unable to fly into Paraguay. I love you. She posted a photo of the plane that was struck and the damage done by the lightning, and it was really, really bad. The weather conditions were so bad in Paraguay that the first day of the festival was canceled. So Machine Gun Kelly couldn't perform, Doja Cat, Foo Fighters all of that happened. But did you guys see the photo? It was sort of scary. And you don't really hear about planes getting hit by lightning very often.
2: Yeah, not sort of. Totally terrifying, (laughs) especially if you're flying private or, you know, like even if you're just flying with your A crew on a jet, that's a small jet. And yeah, totally terrifying. Thank God Miley and everyone in her crew is okay
1: totally agreed thank god she's okay because today is the 16th anniversary of the hannah montana premiere and it would be quite devastating if she was anything besides her perfectly she's just being miley self on such an important day like the 16th anniversary of hannah montana
0: oh and what a beautiful day it is truly the best of both worlds on this day you know everyone do a hoedown throwdown to those who celebrate do you see that tiktok
1: of it's a clip from her recent concert yeah she was like, i have this dream to do the hoedown throwdown does anyone remember and some of them started throwing out the lyrics, and then she like got into it, like she remembered the first couple lines. Pop
0: it, lock it, and then of yeah. course she forgot. But I was, and like, then oh. she forgot, and the audience also sort of forgot. The audience yeah. was like, pop it, lock it, country <laughs> fi and, and hip hop it. But that's all I know, too. <laughs> Funny enough, no one in the world actually knows all the lyrics to, you know, ho down, throw down. Little known fact, just me, <laughs> just just Sarah Huron, and bless her for it. Well, speaking of not knowing the lyrics, Sarah Huron, tell us why uh, a Real Housewives was kicked out of a gay bar. You know, it's not the first time and it won't be the last, but tell us what went down. And there's a lot of Real Housewives of New York's news, but please tell me about the drunken shenanigans first.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, if we're talking drunken antics in New York, it could really be anyone, but Luanne Dalliseps does make the most sense to be tied to this story. She has been sober on and off for the last couple of years after her Uh, Christmas Eve arrest in Palm Beach, that fateful Christmas Eve. And she was at a gay bar and thought she was at her cabaret show. Um, From what I understand, she (laughs) went out and she wanted to take the mic and they were like, we don't know. Money can't buy you class. And she
0: was shooketh by that. Um, And What piano player doesn't know Money can't buy you class? It is a classic. I think it's taught in every school. It should be now.
1: People should learn it on the recorder. Um, But Luann initially denied this and said, I went out and I was feeling all Giovanni, but clearly money can't buy you class, especially with an audience who doesn't appreciate my music. There's certainly no girl code anymore, but I live to see another day. Chic, c'est la vie. So that was the initial reaction. And then a few days later, it was more of an apology saying this week after a regrettable incident I was faced with the truth (laughs) I want to apologize to the staff at townhouse and anyone else I may have offended by my behavior clearly my struggles with alcohol are real While I've made great strides over the years there's been times I've fallen it's one day at a time I'm in recovery and taking steps to ensure this doesn't happen again I'm grateful to my family and friends for their constant
0: support Wow. Uh, Have you been to the townhouse and have you seen Luann get kicked out of an establishment? Because I have seen both.
1: I've I've seen Luann get kicked out of an establishment. I've never been
2: to the townhouse, but I have seen her get kicked out of the. establishment. (laughs)
0: All three of yeah, us have seen her happens. get kicked out of places. Yes. It happens. Yeah. It happens.
1: She's she's an icon for that reason, which is why she could be on Rony Legacy. We don't know, but we've been waiting. There's been no real Housewives of New York City news for months, ever since that, maybe like half a year now, that cancel yeah. reunion, that internal complaint about racism, Um, from Ebony and Ramona. And since then, Andy revealed to Variety this week that they're splitting up Roni into two shows. There's going to be a reboot of Roni, which is the first priority for Bravo to cast a whole new group of friends to lead us into the next era of New York Housewives. And then a legacy slash throwback type show, not sure about the name yet, possibly on Peacock, probably on
0: Peacock,
1: definitely on Peacock, (laughs) um, with some of our OGs and, you know, I unclear what that's going to really look like. But to me, this just reads like, we don't want to get rid of Ramona, but like, we got to get rid of Ramona. And I personally am all for it. I loved ultimate girls trip. I don't want them to treat it like that, where it's only one week. I want like to follow these people. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, and I would love, you know, new friends if it's actually a group of friends in New York city, I think that'd be great too. So this is a dream for me.
0: Agreed. And I felt like the original Roni, well, because they didn't have any cast members of color for so long. And it was so unrepresentative of what New York City is. It really, it was supposed to be called Manhattan Moms when the show first got on. But it was so, it it just wasn't people from the fashion world. There were no people of color. It just didn't feel like a New York City that we see here. So I am glad that they're going to reboot it. So it actually looks like New York City. And I love a legacy. We know Jill Zarin is available and one will come back. Uh, Alex McCord is sadly living in Australia, but might just fly back to her townhouse for this because even Louis Vuitton makes mistakes. But this could be fantastic. I am very excited for this. Gwen, have they called you to be on it yet?
2: You know, not yet, guys, but as much as, you know, fame and fortune are calling to me, I don't want to be photographed getting kicked out of a bar. I don't think it's for me.
0: Maybe not. Maybe not. Well, Luann is back on tour, so someone will give her the mic and you can go see her perform all of those songs. Maybe drunk. Maybe sober. We'll see how she is and that day. It's It's part of the fun. Attendees of this concert, Sarah and I can attest that it is a surprisingly fun show, even though there's very little musical talent involved at this cabaret. In the
1: most recent word, ver- I've seen three versions of the cabaret, and in the most recent one, there is a 10 minute, maybe 15 minute video of her teaching you how to make eggs a la Francaise while She's changing her clothes but you know what that's part of the fun
0: too <laughs> wow i don't know if i'm horrified or love that but i guess that's why we love celebrities let's talk about another new york legend uh, and famous scammers because scammers are all buzz right now everyone loves a scammer so much Kindler Swinder, Bad Vegan, and of course Anna Delvey. So scammer Anna Sorkin or Anna Delvey, as she's more commonly known, she's going to make her art debut this April, guys. I know you're excited and have already got your tickets. So Anna Delvey, who is imprisoned for swindling art world types in New York City out of more than two hundred thousand dollars, will show her new drawings at an unannounced space in early April. Sounds vague. Uh, the works were made uh, in the ICE detention center where delvey is currently being held as she awaits deportation to germany one of the art curators says i would consider her style kind of a crossover between fashion sketches and satirical comics Said chris mayer uh, a representative um, and the co-founder of the art club that is showing her art and describes an advisory board of a group of infant influential collectors. I can't even get this out with a straight face because she was just convicted for scamming all these art people. And I'm going to read this next one in my Anna Delvey accent. She has an intriguing style, but it's more important thing that it's really intangibles that she brings to the table, which is what people are really fascinated by for her. Now, they told Art News that Anna Delvey hopes to have 20 pieces ready for a solo art show. Each will sell around for $10,000, he said. So great. If you have $10,000 and you want to buy an Anna V art piece, I would love to see it when I walk into your apartment. Uh, What are you guys thinking? Are you going to spend 10 G's on an Anna V piece or no?
2: I feel like people shouldn't be allowed to profit off of what they were um, convicted of a crime for. Interesting.
1: interesting. Mm. That should be added to the court of law, maybe. I thought it was. I think so too, Gwen. And I, um, you know, inventing Anna, Anna Delvey was all fun and games, but I'm really all about the dropout these days. And yes. all I care about is Amanda Seyfried as Elizabeth Holmes dancing to Jealous by Nick Jonas and How to Love by Little Wayne. So yeah. that's the scammer who has my soundtrack. heart right now. But yeah, I mean, good for her.
0: Yeah. Well, I think Anna V would say to Elizabeth Holmes, you look so poor. Why can't you just do your hair better? And maybe people will give you more money for your little science machine.
2: And Elizabeth right. Holmes would say, Anna, Anna, have you had your blood taken with a single prick? We can change the world, Anna.
0: Glass ceiling. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Thank you. Well, yeah, come back every week for our scammer accents. Speaking of things that just sound a little scammy, let's talk about Goop. Um, A former uh, Goop employee, their chief content officer, says she would, has vowed to never do another cleanse again after leaving Gwyneth Paltrow's wellness brand. Her name is uh, Elise. Elise Elise Lonan, and she went on Instagram to talk about it. She says that when she left Goop, she was reminded that, quote, wellness culture can be toxic. Really ironic there. And she gave up cleanses for two years. Now, of course, Goop features various cleanses and detoxes on their website, sort of what they're known for. Um, And Elise said that she recently tried a new cleanse, not touted by Goop, but she said, quote, I didn't weigh myself before, during and after. And I chose the version that lets you eat extra veggies and proteins when you want. I refuse to punish myself with food or to hold myself under the weight of my body when it seems to be wanting more. I don't have the energy nor the interest. And thankfully, I've come to realize that I really like my body and I'm grateful that it is mine. Hopefully I've broken that cycle for good, um, after this post, Gwyneth Paltrow went on Instagram and touted a metabolism-boosting super powder for her wellness brand, um, which was a really weird timing. She says we made this metabolism powder for anyone who's looking to for added metabolism support. She wrote in the caption. So really, this woman was saying she did all of these cleanses. They ruined her body. They stopped her metabolism. And then Gwyneth Paltrow was like, "We have a powder for all of the things that our cleanses have ruined about." your body. This came as no shock to me. What did you guys think when you read this statement?
2: I mean, come on. It's like diet culture should be a thing of the past. Has Lizzo taught us nothing? Mm. Um, Cleanses are, um, have always been sort of thought of as potentially dangerous and should never have gone mainstream. Group did help them to go mainstream. I think it's really interesting that this woman who was Gwyneth's number two for so long. Yeah is speaking out. It's just one more um, forget toxic diet culture, but the toxic culture of goop that has come to light. Uh, but I find it interesting and listen, yeah, you know, chrome really great. What Elise <laughs> Lohan said was was the good cleanse, which isn't really a cleanse at all. It's just teaching you how to eat. Yeah. Uh, like, eat real food,
1: guys. I'm surprised that um, there aren't NDAs like there was at Theranos in the goop headquarters. <laughs> I bet there will be there now. Are. I'm
2: sure there are, but
1: you know, gotta speak the truth.
0: I'm just waiting for someone to speak out against the demon and vampire repellent spray to say that they sprayed it and they were visited by demons and vampires. That is the true whistleblower and hero that we need. Where are you strong person out there? Well, let's move on. Kelly, don't call her Clarkson. We've finally found out why she is going by Kelly Brienne. If I ever hear the name Clarkson again, I will scream for Kelly does not like it. Sarah, what can you tell us about this very unique name change? Well, you and why actually- why it doesn't sound as good.
1: Yeah, you don't have to, you can still call her Kelly Clarkson is what we learned. So basically a few weeks ago, we got that court document. I think Us Weekly was the first to have it about her desire to go by her first middle names because quote, my new name reflects more of who I am. Um, amid this nasty divorce with Brandon Blackstock, which has since been finalized. And now she has to give him all of her money, which I'm still mad about. But, and the hearing for her name is actually set for next Monday. So we might have more information next week, but she was on the carpet at the premiere of her new show. And she told people the TV show, I just got divorced. So I had to drop my married last name. I just kept my middle name for my personal life. I'm still Kelly Clarkson. I don't think I can change Clarkson at this point. I'm 20 years in. So basically, if you know Kelly... As in real life, I guess you have to start calling her KB, Kelly Brand, just Kel. But if you're at the concert, you can be like Kelly Clarkson, you know?
0: Okay, good to know. Breaking so it
1: all down for it, yeah. Parameters, Travis. That's what KB told me. You know.
0: <laughs> Thank you. That is what KB. That's how KB wants it. Caller Clarkson. If you are indeed nasty. Yes. Great. I got it. I and if there are any scammers out there, please go after Brandon Blackwell. <laughs> Steal Blackstock. Blackstock. We don't have to know anymore. Go after Brandon. Well, get it right because you're the scammer. Yeah. Black exactly. Stock. That's S T O C K when you're looking up. Steal <laughs> all of his money because I hate what he did to RKB or Kelly. That's right, she's Kelly Brienne to me. She is Kelly Brienne to me. Well, there has been another conservatorship lifted, and this is Amanda Bynes. Bring out the dancing lobsters, because after nine years, she is finally free. She was released this past Tuesday from a court conservatorship. We've heard that a lot this year. Uh, that put her life and her financial decisions in her parents' control for nearly nine years. A superior judge ruled a termination of the conservatorship at a hearing um, in Southern California, and her attorney, said that the court determines that the conservatorship is no longer required and that the grounds for establishment of a conservatorship of the person no longer exists, which pretty much means she is okay now. (laughs) The reason we put this inside is gone. Now, of course, Amanda shot to fame as a show, uh, as a teenager on Nickelodeon shows, but she struggled a lot with mental health and substance abuse. Look it up if you didn't, if you weren't around in twenty thirteen or not paying attention, you missed it. A lot <laughs> happened. So her parents took over after she might have even tried to burn their house down when she lit herself on fire while also holding a Yorkie uh, with gasoline and matches parked around the corner from their house. So glad that the judge, the therapist everybody says that the conservatorship is lifted and she has gotten the help that she needs and And her
1: parents, which is just refreshing. They were on board this whole time. They, you know, stepped in and they needed to they they're all good everyone's on the same page it's kind of nice to see a clean break after everything Brittany went through
0: yeah it's nice to see that they aren't demons right and they were swearing of doing conservatorship for a very valid reason and then they're like fine your life is yours now she's with Paul she's getting the heart removed from her face removing a face tattoo is just always a great show of maturity. So of Netflix, give her a deal, please. We need Amanda Bynes back in the acting world because she really is super great. And remember the last interview that she did, her tweet, I want Drake to murder my vagina. She said that was not because she was high and sick mental health. She still stands by Drake. She is still looking for that homicide of her nether regions. Do you guys know what it's time for? Are we boxing? I'm so excited. We are boxing. There are some good A-listers in the ring today because it is time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. And yes, we have a great turnout. Lots of people said yes. We're very excited. Thank you to the A-list who came out to knock the crap out of each other. Gwen Flamberg, I'm throwing the first one to you. We have SJP, Sarah Jessica Parker, who turns 57 this week versus the Elusive Chanteuse, also known as Mariah Carey, who turns 52 this week.
2: I mean, both of these women are divas in their own way, a diva of song, a diva of fashion. I'm going to go like out on a limb here and say that Sarah Jessica Parker is just a bit scrappier than Mariah Carey, who is known to sleep until 7 p.m. And might have had a couple of painkillers along the way. Allegedly, we don't know. But, you know, no matter what, I think that SJP would just like bang her a couple of times in the head. Mariah would like sing a high note and go flying out of the ring.
0: I agree. I I think this is a Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, a throwing of a Minotl Blahnik at a head. I'm so sorry, Mariah, you did not make it. All right, the next one, we have Catherine McPhee. 38 years old. I really thought she was much younger, but 38 years old this week versus Allie. Of of course, Allie and AJ, the potential breakup song. She is 33 this week. So in the fight of the 2000s pops, Sarah Huron, who's going to take this belt crown? You know, I
1: I do like that Catherine McPhee song Over It from back in the day. That was my ringtone. (laughs) But I just feel as though she's, you know, living that cushy David Foster life and Allie and AJ are scrappy out here fighting for that, um, those Spotify downloads of the, (laughs) um, potential breakup song explicit version. And they've just like, they know how to, they know how to fight through it. So I'm going to go Allie and I'm sure she brings AJ with her.
0: Ali Makatala, Mashaka, Mashaka, but good try. Oh, Mashaka. I like that. Did
1: someone
2: say Shaka Khan?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, she is our winner from last week. Um, Well, good job, Ali and AJ. They say naughty words now. All right, Gwen Flamberg, our last one before the finale. We have Fergie. Fergie Ferg is 47 this week versus one Lady Gaga, who is 36 this week.
2: I mean, how could you pit these against each other? Like Gaga is Gaga, obviously. But good old Stacey Ferguson. I mean, she had to pee. She didn't want to stop singing. She peed in her pants on stage. I mean, that is somebody who would go to the mattresses to win, you know? So I don't know, guys. I'm going to say that it's a tie. What a wrap. I'm going to say that this is like a mutual admiration moment, Together, they sing the Rolling Stones' Gimme Shelter
0: as they're out. And then Ali Mashaka comes in and does backup. <laughs> well, that's up to you, Sarah, because in our final, we have Sarah Jessica Parker, 57 years old, Ali Mashaka, great last name, 33, Fergie Ferg, who is sadly Peter Pants on stage yet again, versus Lady Gaga, 36 years old, who is taking home this championship belt.
1: You know, I said what I said. I think they continue the singing. I think Ali Mashaka gets in line as the backup. And I think SJP just styles them, Maybe gives them some shoes and then goes home and says, have fun. I got to, I got to go film season two event just like that. Cause that's happening. So
0: <laughs> when no one asked for it, well, I'm glad we made a new girl group with Ali Mashaka in the background. P. pants fergie and starred by lady gaga styled by sarah jessica barker well thanks to this new girl group and thanks to my host the girl group and themselves sarah and gwen for helping me spill all of this piping hot celebrity this week again this is travis Cronin on us weekly's hot hollywood podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour glitter fashion family your favorite celebrities because after all they're what they're just, just like, like us, us. Oh best one yet. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will be back next week. We'll see you then.